This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, we got some news in the world of gaming we got to talk about. But in our final stage segment, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo. I've been waiting to play this game. They dropped a, they dropped a release for the demo out. And whoo, we got a lot to talk about. So I am looking forward to that. But let's get underway with some news right now. Uh, we got a few bits of news to talk about, including... The recent C2E2 event that Repop uh, puts together for Chicago every year. This year, it was a lot of big things going on. One in particular was AEW, All Elite Wrestling, who was in relation of this event because they had their Revolution uh, game. And I didn't realize that they were putting this together with uh, C2E2 and working with Repop for this. I thought that was a great, 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 great connection. Also makes me think and hope that Hopefully we could get those guys in Philly for Keystone Comic Con. I don't think that's happening, but it would be awesome. I didn't think that Tom Holland was coming to Philadelphia either last year, but they surprised me and dropped a bomb on that either. So um, it'd be awesome. It'd be really, really awesome to have them come down. But the fact that they're working with Repop is an awesome thing, and it, which also does lead to possibilities of them doing that because they were at New York Comic Con as well. So while I'm bringing up aew wrestling because you know that if you're a wrestling fan especially of all elite wrestling you know that a video game is in the works and we've been speculating who's going to be making it whether it is going to be ukes whether it's going to be another company or was it going to be sin sophia which is formerly known as the aki corporation well it hasn't been concrete or confirmed but at the all elite wrestling panel cody rhodes stated that Kenny Omega is working very hard on the upcoming AEW video game and that when it is finally ready to be announced that fans of a very familiar company with a very familiar game engine may be happy but he wants us to be patient and stay tuned for that huge announcement yeah not gonna go that far and say it but it does seem like that it does appear that in thank you kenny omega because he is not just a gamer he is a hardcore gamer like dude comes out with but between anime and uh, video games he comes out with anime with video game characters as well as he's a big fan of final fantasy 7 i believe because he calls himself he calls his move the one way again angel which i believe is named after zephyroth from final fantasy 7 so that, and not only that, he also has the one of the most lethal strikes I've ever seen in wrestling since um, since uh, HBK's uh, Sweet Chip Music, and that is the V Trigger, which is also named after Street Fighter, as many of you know, or for those who don't know. But Kenny is behind in in overseeing the video game. Kenny Omega was a fan of No Mercy. He was a fan of all of the Aki Engine games. And it looks like that that could possibly be happening. That is, I am looking forward to this, and I'm hoping that it it is the case. Uh, I don't think AEW, I don't think those guys would actually put the wool over our heads, um, or pull the wool over our heads and and, and do that. They've been very very fan friendly and considerate to the fans and giving everybody what they want since they started and that that momentum is is still going here strong um 
but yeah man it, it, it would be great to have the aki engine back if you guys have not played the, if you've been wrestling fans and don't know what the aki engine is man you're you're in for a treat i won't i don't want to say you're under rock because there's a generation there's a huge generation now of fans that have not played those old games back in the day but one of the games when people think of the Aki Engine, they think WrestleMania 2000, NW, uh, WCW versus the World, uh, WCW versus NWO. But it was when WrestleMania 2000 came out is when they really stepped it up. And No Mercy is considered by Americans as the greatest wrestling game of all time. I will rival that. It is for America, but not the best of all time. What rivals No Mercy is another game that Aki Engine came out with too. By the way, they also did uh, Def Jam Fight for New York and Def Jam Vendetta as well. So, as well as the Kanikuman games as well. I mean, they, they, that engine has done a lot. That that engine has seen a lot, and it's one of the tightest systems ever. One of the best. And, and trust me when I tell you, it's not easy to do a wrestling game really is not easy to do a wrestling a wrestling game let alone create an engine there's only a handful of people that has been successful this aki is one of them yukes to their credit is another um Ch uh, spike chunsoff who does fire pro wrestling which i'm not even going to get into it but i don't still don't understand why they haven't done a game on the switch yet but it's their loss because now we got retro uh, soft studios by uh, mike herman's company who is looking to be creating a very strong solid wrestling game under using the Techbos uh russell fest engine so more power to them on that and it looks like we're going to get a really solid uh game coming in july as well so there's only a handful of you know successful people or companies that i can say that is really dumb but nobody has done it better than aki nobody guarantee I cannot tell you enough how well that game is but while people think that uh no mercy was the best one i will challenge them and say that virtual pro wrestling 2 was better than even that and i say that because it had everything except for the the story mode um that they had the story mode was something that uh no mercy had and would kind of con was a contrast to virtual pro wrestling or uh and differentiate themselves from it what virtual pro had was the same fighting engine the same creative suite might i say it had a better creative suite because it had it had more it had added way more items that you could pick from uh custom items that you can make to create your character and more movesets and why they have more movesets because they also had the addition of mixed martial arts in here that game those games were out before mixed martial arts became an actual you know it, it literally became an actual fame like uh mixed martial arts door 93 was just coming out it was just becoming a thing it was the dark ages of mixed martial arts so it wasn't as popular as it was now it almost actually because of john mccain it you know uh the late senator john mccain it was actually almost out they, they were fighting to not have mixed martial arts at the time so it was a rarity to have something of that nature and when none of us understood mixed martial arts at the time or pan craze um fighting at the time as well you had to be a really really hardcore combat fighter i didn't get into mixed martial arts till the days of pride like when total elimination you know was out when uh Vandale silva and, and uh rampage jackson and all them were and and uh anderson silva were just coming in and they're at young ages into that phrase um anderson silva wasn't even dominating like he was in the ufc before that time you know what i'm saying like so uh i even think he got a loss or two maybe in pride during that time when he go into ufc he just dominated everybody so that's the one thing that they had there and i think that it made the game engine a lot better plus you had all these legendary you know japanese wrestlers and and um yeah vader and also and legendary uh american wrestlers too you had vader you had stan hansen you had dan severn you had oh god i mean pancreas had boss root in there at the time you, i mean just so many people nate mccoy i think was in the game too it was just so many wrestlers in and, and MMA fighters and Pancrase fighters in that game at the time. The library was way bigger at the time for them. And I thought it was just it was just an awesome game experience. But what No Mercy did 
is and you got to come out with the title. It was one of the first games that you got to come out wearing the belt. And I guess the best way you could. It cuz there were too many wrestling games that had you come out with the belt. No Mercy. No Mercy and uh Virtual Pro Wrestling were the games that finally allowed you to come out wearing the actual title belt. And that was a big deal because for presentation wise because it it really gave you the real fight feel. Like you're rust, you're a champion, but you didn't wear the belt, so it didn't exactly make you feel like you were really fighting for a title at the time. So that was one of the key things that made it so awesome about playing that game. So that right there was a definite thing, and why people think it was better. Plus the story mode, it was a bracket system. It was like a tournament bracket system when the story mode, where if you go for one part of the story segment and you get through it, you could kind of pick between which segment that you want to go through next what bracket you want to go through next and depending on what bracket you go to that changes the story narrative and that changes the way things are but it all leads to the end of wrestlemania where you fight for the title and each title had a different storyline so i don't know if that's where they going for i don't know if that's what they're trying to do for this particular you know um you know aew game but it would be really cool if they could do something like that, but make it bigger, but make it absolutely bigger because you never know what you want to do. I don't know what they're going to do in accordance to what they've done already with the prior, with the prior games or the actual uh, other, you know, games of the past or maybe with, you know, the previous prior 2K games as well. So, I, you know, hopefully we will get the game that we've been waiting for. I know one thing, it cannot, there is no way in hell it'll be any way worse or better. Um, it'll be any way worse than um, WWE 2K20. What that did was show how bad things are for that company, but also how good Ukes actually is. And Ukes is not the best when it comes to game engines, but for their, to their credit, I thought that they did a as as the years gone by because i've been playing their games for years and i wasn't if you compare them to the aki engine no they can't beat it but yukes somehow stayed alive throughout all these years and they have done better there are some really good games that were that they've done but it, it's like their batting average is not good they sometimes you know hit home runs sometimes they strike out you know it's it just it's never consistent with, when it comes to them and now with 2k games i mean 2k yeah with 2k games it's just it just wasn't a thing so but it is really great to know that this is coming and we once again thanks to all elite wrestling and, and the elite that we are going to get what we've been waiting for for a long time because we thought a lot of us old school uh gamers didn't think that we were going to be able to ever see a aki engine game in this day and age so I am I am I I I am very excited for this as well. You know what I'm very uh I'm all right, not ex exactly as excited as I am for, you know, an AEW game, but I'm a wrestling fan. But what is really exciting too is Yacht Club Games. They are constantly expanding what they've done with the Shovel Knight series, much like Game Freak does with Pokémon. You know, they've just managed to do so many things. They found their niche. They're working on it. They're expanding on it. Um, they're great guys. I had uh, a couple of them on the show and uh, interviewing them recently about Cyber Shadow, and which still has not come out yet. And I'm hopefully it is scheduled to come out this year. So I'm looking forward to playing that and reviewing that game as well as other games that they're trying to come out. But they have done it again. They're at it again as uh, they coming out with another Shovel Knights title called shovel knight succeed card fighter which is in fact a tabletop card battle game so uh i thought this was very interesting i checked out this on uh giantbomb.com you could check out there they did a 30 minute plus uh demo of the game and it seemed like it was comprehensive and not too complicated uh, not too complex like most uh, uh, tabletop games are the game provides some beautiful and vibrant card uh art in there as well with some of your favorite characters from the Shovel Knight series and more actually the full uh the full set I believe they said it goes for 85 bucks um I would normally just keep it as a collector I wouldn't necessarily probably play the game I you know I own the Street Fighter car uh tabletop card game uh which I've never touched I, I don't even think I, I don't even think I opened unwrap the actual packs i just i got it from san diego comic-con i'm just a big uh, street fighter fan it's more of a collector's item for me um 
but considering i don't know where i could find another one i would never play that one right there if i if i buy another one again yeah i'll play with that version you know i'm an old school comic book collector so it's like you gotta buy two you know one to mess with one to keep intact so but do note that they also have separate standalone packs as well include decks for other games such as dead cells uh robot name fight and i believe some street fighter characters have been shown in there as well i believe i did see guile in there as well all of those different packs whether it's from dead cells robot name fight or whatever they all play fluidly together with the shovel knight series so you could it's pretty much it does come off like a a crossover type of thing going on there as well so it's it's pretty awesome i like the fact that they have a tabletop version of that i wonder if uh, some of our board game cafes will be carrying those games in philly gotta check that out but the th one of the things i think is of one of the biggest problems with tabletop uh card battle games or whether it be video games or you know interactive in person is that they can be you know they the developers try to make them intriguing as possible but also complex and challenging sometimes too much the idea is to balance all of that out to make it appealing enough you know for gamers to want to play and be involved in i'll give you an example of this gwent first of all i hate the freaking name i even sometimes hate the game more <laughs> but gwent if you play witcher 3 or Thronebreaker which is the spinoff then you know to me uh, is by far the most complex and sometimes hard to understand game you know uh i card battle game i've ever played i know magic is probably another one. I, I i don't even dare try to play that game i believe i'm pretty sure the pokemon battle card battle games are, are a little bit more uh easier to play because they have a rock paper scissors type of game playing there so I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a little bit simpler to play. Um, but still, like, that game makes no sense sometimes. Because it's like, un unlike the other games, some other games like this, this is they randomize the cards. And if you don't have enough powerful cards, you're screwed. You got to grind hard to find these powerful cards in order to be able to play. And it just, it, it, it becomes frustrating as hell after a while. So it if it's not easy enough to really get into or find a way to better play it you wind up getting turned off by the experience a lot of people do i mean there's some people who are a little bit more intuitive to the game but for most people for casual gamers it's like you want to be able to get in and get out you want to be able you want to find a way to be eased into the game and to be able to experience the game but i think it's just like it's just in your face and it like you just got to know what you got to do now and if you don't that sorry for you the tutorials for me are never that easy to understand either so I, i'm telling you still the best game that in the most player friendly game i've ever played involving a car battle system that i've come across has to be snk versus capcom car fighter for the neo geo pocket the game in the in a um, battle system was so simple yet challenging and fun addictive as hell i don't nobody has been able to mimic that to this day the second pro and probably closest to that will be super dragon ball heroes i just played it last night too um a lot of fun to play like you have to like the crazy part about super dragon ball uh heroes whether you play it the actual tabletop version or you play the video game version is that it has a sense of the complexity but allows both novice players and hardcore players to enjoy the game at, at their leisure so i can go in there and just play an easier mode of the game and just be cool with it and have a lot of fun with it so i, I never had a problem with that you know they, I, I haven't played another game aside for those two that have been that addictive and, and fun to play to this day and i want to take note going back to yacht club games that they are also releasing other shovel knight games too there i forgot the other one is like i forget i think it's called shovel knight dungeon uh which i believe is like a puzzle tetris uh, style game with rpg elements in it as well pretty probably more closer to uh puzzle quest at best so and then they got puzzle knight dig which is kind of their super nes version of shovel knight and it kind of plays like steam world dig so i am extremely looking forward to that as well 
and uh that game looks very promising these guys are doing a very well job and you could tell the grade of their success when nintendo honors them with a with an amiibo statue that speaks volumes that speaks all volumes right there because not many not many games out there not many indie games out there had their own amiibo like i can tell you there's someone that deserved to have their own amiibo like um the gentle brothers and 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 cat quest oh that game that game needs to get more praise that i had so much fun playing that game and i'm looking forward to playing three they should and, and just a character designer that that is very amiibo that is very very amiibo uh worthy there so but uh yeah th- th- kudos to them they are out there great i'm looking forward when steam world dig too i'm gonna see if i can get those guys back on to talk about that as well uh they were awesome to have on the show and learn about their situation their growth and their company as well again guys if you want to hear any of these interviews that i had with some of these game uh developers and you are an aspiring game developer yourself go on to talktimelive.com or type in talk time i'll say it again at the end of the segment you know i will or Type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives. And trust me, like there's some great game developers that I had the opportunity to talk to way forward. Uh, Yacht Club Games, Gentle Brothers. Um, I mean, you name it. I, I've had the honor of talking to a lot of these guys and, and learning from them as well, man. Uh, these guys work their ass off creating some of these brilliantly great games out there. So uh, let me move on to another deal uh mobile game deal not too big of a fan of mobile games <laughs> i'm just telling you now but this one was worth uh, talking about and that was marvel uh future revolution it's a very interesting game i believe this was announced in pax and this is an open world rpg apparently there are characters in the trailer that i saw which included captain america spider-man captain marvel doctor strange all with their multiverse versions of themselves as they help fight against a major threat in the multiverse so this is going to be interesting i don't know how deep this game is how much where the story lies with this um it is said to be an open world game with turn-based combat uh with a turn-based combat system that's where i'm kind of like i'm not a big turn-based fan so that's i'm kind of going to push it to the side there but also to appear in there are uh, some of your favorite villains as well you got Red Skull, you got Baron Mardo, you got Modok, Green Goblin, Red Goblin, which I've never heard of before. I got to go check my um, comic records for that one. I didn't never heard that there was a Red Goblin. I, th- I was expecting a Hobgoblin, but this is a new one uh, and many more. So Future Revolution will also allow you to wear new costumes, gear for your characters, as well as um, which I was as well as no doubt there will probably be an in-app purchase for that whole entire thing. That's where I kind of get turned off. I get whole turned off of there. There's no word on this game, uh, when this game will be available, nor do they mention the price structure of or whether you will be able to play offline as well. And that's one of the things that will I will probably give this game a try if they have an off if they allow you to play offline. If I gotta use data, I don't want even want to mess with that. I don't even want to mess with that. Um, that's part of the turn off of like I used to be a big mobile game when i first got myself when i first started buying cell phones i was a huge uh, advocate and fan of these games like i'll give you an example a game a company i don't even know if these guys are still out anymore but they were some carny unethical really uh, to me i i really thought that their their uh their methods were very unethical and how they were trying to leech money off of people and this was the early days of mobile games you know it, it, it's just one of those things gameville or game evil is what they were called and they tend to make these great beautiful retro games that were reminiscent of games like zelda or you know mostly art you know action rpg you know over the top type of games like zelda and all that stuff um make some incredible games addictive even really great games but as you go deeper into the game the game gets harder and when it gets harder it encourages you to buy in-app purchases to keep the gameplay going 
and it was to a point that you would never get to, it, it's basically a new way of doing old school arcade games and it was more or less like a carny type of deal so yeah i really i really to me it, it really turned me off because i was digging these games and even worse even worse if anything happened to the game and like say for instance the game your game would uh race or whatever like that you can never get any of the stuff that you earned back you would have to start all over again and go right back into the game again and you spent all this money on this game and you, there was no way of contacting these guys there was no way of getting all your save data back it was none of that so that's when i became turned off on the experience i will give credit to only one game that i one game series that i've loved and has never saw the light of day i mean there's some really good games out there and there's some there's some games that are playing on the nintendo switch and the playstation and uh that are playing on mobile as well i know cat quest is playing on there as well so that's uh, that's one of the legit games that i can say that's worth getting but any game that you could pay full price on to me is worth getting that gives you a full great game experience those are the games that are worth getting gameville and other games like that and games that require you to keep sponging you know money off you no i'm not a fan of that but the one game i will always get praises and i still consider this the greatest game of all time because it really this was the game that lured gamers to play mobile games because of the power of the graphics the the uh the processing power of this game it was unbelievable we like we got to see a game of this caliber before the switch we saw the power of the switch we saw a game of this caliber in in on on a side on a small size screen that was chair the company chair and they created a game called infinity blade this game was so huge it was a uh, apple ios exclusive this game was so huge that it, it it spawned three different uh it spawned two other sequels so it was like infinity gate infinity blade one two and three it was more or less a fighting game but it was like a um i would say a third person fighting game meaning like kind of sort of like um you think gears of war and you think god of war the recent god of war where it's just like all panned all you see is the back but it you know I would give it even more it's um uh, it's an rpg it was slash rpg half rpg half fighting a lot like the play mechanics was a lot like uh punch out but you were using swords and all this stuff so it was a very great it was really good it cost like 4.99 you play through the game you could beat the game there was a great story narrative to it you could earn all these different really cool swords you could buy sell but if you they gave you the option if you wanted to get all of the more powerful swords and, and breeze right through the game, they gave you the option. It wasn't, it they didn't force you to do it like these other games did. They gave you the option of doing that. And that's what I, I love that for, I love them for life for that. And you got to see a really cool story. In fact, truth be told, it was the first time I ever learned about the um, actor Trey Baker because of Infinity Blade, because he was, he was the voice of the main character on the third one. This game was so big, became so acclaimed that they even came out with a novel. Like, I think they came out with two novels. I brought those novels. I read those novels. They were great. Um, and they created this really great narrative for this game. They were serious. But then the, the business structure changed in, in, the game, in the mobile gaming industry. And everybody just started wasting their time making these great games, but using them as a cash cow, which to me took away the integrity and artistic integrity, for that matter, of video games when they started doing this and to me it, it just it became a big turnoff so i'm really at least at this time i'm really skeptical about playing any i, I virtually don't play any games on my mo on my cell phone anymore because it's just it, it I, I got turned off by it man i i lost a lot of money not insanely a lot of money but i lost the money i think the last mobile games i was really intuitive on um was the family guy game the family guy in the simpsons game was and again like again if you lose any of your you know save data you can't get that back so you gotta buy all those stuff over it was just the business structure was just shady as hell i can't I, I stopped messing with that ages ago so um that's that so play at your own leisure when it comes to these mobile games even though this is a marvel game which is also probably a disney game 
just think about it. I know there's a big market for this, and I like there like is a demographic in other countries that play these mobile games hugely. There's the Fortnite deal as well. I think Fortnite does a great job. I think when it comes to because of their cloud, you know, feature, and I think that that's the part that changed the game. With that, is games like that where it has cloud features and that allows you to make sure that all of your stuff is there. Overwatch is another one uh, allows you to you know have all of your stuff no matter where you're playing it from. So the structure has changed and that's a good thing but i still don't like the fact that you are uh, that certain games are online reliant that's where i kind of get turned off on like give me a game that i can play offline if i'm not in an area that i can't play that still creates replay value for your product i don't understand why that's not valuable to some game companies as well but here or there if you're a mobile game fan marvel's coming out with it, it for it to its credit it looks absolutely stunning it looks really well detailed it looks great but if you ask me just me personally i'm going to stick to my nintendo switch i'm going to stick to marvel versus capcom i mean not marvel versus capcom marvel ultimate alliance 3 which is a phenomenal phenomenal game as you guys know um you know i'll stick with playstation 4 and spider-man and all those other games that are coming out the new avengers game coming out very soon i'll stick to that i can't i can't mess with mobile cannot mess with mobile at all when it comes to stuff like that so last bit of news i'm going to talk about before we move on to talk about final fantasy 7 remake demo is e3 we talked about this before on this show uh in reference to the recent pax east event and all those other events that has been canceling out we got the game developers conference which is being postponed due to the COVID nine uh the COVID 19 uh scare and you know la declares a state of emergency now well it, it is apparent e3 has answered e3 plans to continue even after the la even after uh los angeles declares a state of emergency over the COVID 19 scare which is the coronavirus and according to ign.com the ESA, which is the Entertainment Software Association, has issued a new statement regarding E3 saying they are monitoring, quote unquote, monitoring and evaluating the situation daily. They continue, even Arnold Classic. I just found out that Arnold Classic has been uh, canceled too, but he, Arnold Schwarzenegger is mad because they can't, they had to, they were forced to cancel their event while other events are still playing. <laughs> like other events are still going on. They got like 20,000, 30,000. Uh, 30, attendees going to be at these at these events so he's he's pissed off as well like if i agree if he has to cancel all of them should cancel as well so it's going to be not any any more safe than that but ea claims that they are they continue to say that our e3 team and partners are continuing to monitor COVID 19 via the uh center for disease and uh, control and prevention cdc uh and the world health organization we are actively assessing the latest information and will continue to develop measures to further pre- uh, reduce health risk at the show. So basically, they're monitoring it. I mean, th- what they're saying basically is as far as we know right now, to me, that's what it speaks out right now. We're going to be open. Anything can change and they don't know. They don't know what's going to happen. But they're saying right now they don't they, they don't feel it's warranted enough to say we're going to shut it down. So as well as much as other ones have, I, I wanted to also note that WWE has also stated at this time that they are still going to have WrestleMania in April, regardless of what's happening. Um, they don't have a clue what the hell's going on either. Stephanie McMahon, I believe it was, I was said to be, you don't want to state that. Um, although both companies will continue with their major money grabbing events, anything can change as this virus continues to spread. And we don't, and, guys we have no not much information on this we don't have a clue what's going on to a point that we know when a vaccine is coming how this is being spread all we know is that we have to be as cautious as possible so please i can't stress this enough if you're one of those people who don't give a rat's ass about going to a con sick i highly i beg you stay your ass at home be patient live another day allow other people to live another day and just wait till next year try to see if you could advance your ticket to next year or something like that they gotta honor this in some way because of the scare it, it, it's unf- it would be unfair if they do that but i i tell you man it, it, this is a no joke 
I, I I fear for our, what's going on here. It just seems like everything's just getting so biblical in a sense. I'm not a religious dude, but I understand this, the nature of the situations and the prophecies that were there. Uh, every you know, we got a man in office who's just calling causing a lot of chaos, and now we got you know this going on. You know, uh, it's just it's just crazy, just crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this segment. We're gonna take a break. Come back. And we're going to talk Final Fantasy VII. We finally got our hands on it, and I can't wait to talk about this. We're going to do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! segment i'm saying segment and not review like i normally do because i don't want to really necessarily review this game because it's just a demo but it is worth talking about because we've been dying to get our hands on this since the day it was announced and we finally got to square enix released the final fantasy demo as many of you know and probably have played by now and to me in my opinion this was every bit as worth the wait as possible if we're ever not convinced that this game is going to be a game of the year possibly contend definitely contender but if not winner then i can't i can't see how you aren't convinced by playing this demo this demo which i'm watching right now i'm watching the youtube version i already played the entire demo and i damn sure gonna play it again because it is worth playing look i'll tell you now if anybody complained about them waiting in extending their time which by now you should know square enix when they delay something it's a damn good reason you best believe that when we finally get the final product it's going they're going to give us the best of it and my goodness this demo alone convinced me that this game is going to be absolutely phenomenal this demo is absolutely phenomenal the amount of d now it i've played like everybody else i've played the original there's so much attention to detail in this version. I, I remember every scene of this of the first stage, like it's yesterday. But they put so much in, like in depth and detail in this things that we never got the chance to experience because it was done in on a CD-ROM disc, and you know, and it was ahead of its time for that time. But they took it they i can't believe to say they've taken this even further and what's best about it is that just like they said with uh final fantasy 15 it's for everybody like if you weren't a turn-based fan like i it, truth be told as much as i praise and love final fantasy 7 final fantasy 7 is also the reason why i don't play turn-based games anymore and a lot of that had to do with the Black Materia stage, which I, it's more my fault than theirs. It has nothing to do with them. But I also don't like the fact of being able to sit around and just get hit and didn't wait to hit somebody too. I never liked that logic. But just now 
seeing this the way I want to see it and play it the way I want to play it. Uh, a lot of more, it has the look of Advent ch uh, Children in here and followed by the fact that it's now action-based, which they do give you the option to still play it traditional or classic is what they're talking about, which you can still play this turn-based wise so much like final fantasy 15 you have the option to do it whatever way you want you can just play through the story and enjoy the story for what it is you can challenge yourself action wise and make it a little bit more challenging but they also have turn-based options as well to give you the old school feel so it is for everybody uh i knew that they were going to you know base it on what they've done with final fantasy 15 in here and but just everything that you saw from the original just done 50 times better seeing barrett and cloud interact with each other deeper this time with voice acting you're not reading you're not you know i mean they have subtitles there but you're not reading you're it's it's immersing you so much more into this universe that you love for years and i have people who are who are bigger final fantasy fans than i am say that they like six better they like other ones better but truth be told say what you will and that is their opinion and they're entitled to their opinion there's a reason why this lasted so long this is a reason why cloud is crossing over to other you know games why zephyroth is crossing over to other games and why this game is being remade because they consider square enix considers this the greatest of them all why there was a sequel to this as well you know why there were spinoffs to this you know why they're on you know kingdom hearts and and in smash brothers and you know there's a reason for this the majority of the fan base agrees that this game is the best of them all bar none just plain and simple and just being able to fact that you could do switch you i mean the the uh the combat system too in this game is just all this you got punishment mode which you know is a little bit slower but it gives you you know a lot more damage and impact dealt with against enemies and um there's still some really great rp rpg elements in here that still kind of play accustomed to the original series um operation mode also plays a factor hey you got your you know magic items as well um they don't let you go deep into it to a point that you can mess with the materia or anything they're saving that for when the game comes out as well but you know you got characters in here um that you saw before in the original game but they weren't really a factor they weren't really embedded into it as well but now they are um i give you and, and let me tell you this if you recognize some of the voices there's some really recognizable voices in this game one in particular matt jones i immediately picked up his his voice the minute i heard it i think it's awesome I, he's one of my favorite actors i love this guy if you recognize his voice you've heard him on uh breaking bad he's been on there he's also on uh moms from time to time he's on uh abishola bob uh loves hearts L uh, abishola which is a really great series um that is out now as well and man I, I love this guy so he's in it now you got john eric bentley in here as barrett you know it's it's just awesome and to see back let me tell you when i played this game i can't speak for any of you guys but when i played this game and i didn't intentionally this was a general a genuine reaction here a absolutely genuine reaction when i came in and played this game and the first time that cloud that 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 iconic scene when cloud jumps off the train i legit marked out and i'm saying this is the wrestling term for getting very excited i legit marked out as if i was in the theater watching a marvel movie that's how excited i was and it just it just came out of nowhere and i i literally went woo <laughs> in my own home getting excited for this i mean it 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 really it really 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 i'm i've never been excited for to play on a playstation game this much probably in a long time this game i am extremely excited about seeing the shinra corporation and uh hate uh in here and i love the 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 characters in this game you know it's it, it just seeing them now in, in great detail and it's just awesome I, I can't wait to get my hands on this game they look so beautiful um oh god 
I'm just looking at this right now. Barrett and his vest and his gun. And I also like, by the way, I like the fact that you can switch characters while you're playing too. Um, you know, you get a chance to play as Barrett as well and how he, you know, how his works and you could charge up his gun. And I can't wait to see the other um, the other sword items that you'll be able to play in here as well too. Like I knew they went into great detail for this, but man barrett is going to be a he's going to he's he's already been a, an iconic black character before in video games his stock is going to go so high after this game i can see it now i i definitely tell you the way that they drew him the way that they designed him and made him look he looks awesome um the way john eric bentley is portraying him it is it, it's just great um he's going to be an iconic dude a, his, his stock in, 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 in gaming history is going to be high after this. I am, we haven't even seen Zephyroth yet, which is uh, played by Tyler um, Hoechlin. Um, and when that comes in, we're, ah, man, they gave us enough to say, like, I really want to play this game. Money has been taken. <laughs> the day that this game is released. If, the people, haven't, if people haven't invested in this game yet, and if you haven't played this game, I highly recommend you to jump on this and guarantee you will immediately get that game. And if, again, if you get the um, deluxe version, you're going to get a bunch of extra materia items that goes with it. You're going to get some, you know, leeway items that is going to come with it as well. So, uh, you know, if you can go, go get the whole thing, get the entire whole thing. If not, get the uh, experience. But either way you're going to love what you're about to experience here and the boss battle too um the boss battle with this also if you remember the uh the big spider you know uh character it doesn't stay in one place like it did in the original version that thing that that mech goes jumps out everywhere and it's a really really cool boss fight <laughs> I so enjoyed this. I enjoyed this for what it was. I immediately got so excited playing this. I like, I'm looking at the Barrett uh, part right now. I like the fact that they have a way for you to do slow-mo so you can aim properly. Um, yeah, his unique ability, which is the overcharge, is a, a, it's a very great tool. But I can't wait to be able to use other gun items and attachments to him to be able to do I like the fact that he just punches he throws punch down to charge the uh, gun and blast the hell out of you man he is no joke i i just absolutely love it so yeah again i predict i'm putting my hands down right now even if i knew this before i saw this before when i saw this coming way back i saw when i started seeing gameplay uh you know features for this but now after playing the demo i am gonna i'm gonna put my money down that this game is going to be the game of the year for a lot of games, uh, for a lot of game uh, media, bar none. By the time the Game Awards come back, I predict this is going to get game of the year. I'm putting it down right now. I don't see any other game right now because of how beloved this game is, because of what we've got to experience just from the demo. I, I, I no doubt, this is going to make a huge comeback. Square Enix is going to make it big. And this is great because and i don't know i mean they're going to be working on avengers 2 and this is another great game that's going to be coming out but that's coming out in september so we won't have time to play that but it looks like that one's shaping up too but this is way more important <laughs> i think this game is way more important of a game and i am looking so very forward to this i i will play this demo so much until the other until uh the actual game comes out which i believe fantasy remake date is because they had to postpone it april 10th we got a month but this game is about what like a half hour 45 minutes of gameplay i mean that alone just going through this game it's like about a half hour it's like 45 minutes maybe an hour of gameplay to to have fun with that's just fine i am great with this for now this i i i don't think anybody knew that they were going to come out with a demo because all of a sudden reports were coming out that the demo came out and then everybody started finding out more and more and more and it just this it literally just went viral at this point and just uh man took my whole entire monday this week 
<laughs> playing this game. So, uh, this game that came out and released January 31st of 1997. Whew. My goodness. Worldwide. Changed the game. We're celebrating one of the greatest games of all time. The game that literally... I, you know what I hope to? You know what they should do? And I, it'd be really cool if they did, if they haven't done already. This game deserves a documentary because this game really did. I don't, I don't understand. Whether people liked other versions of Final Fantasy or not, that's one thing. You cannot deny what this game has done for the gaming industry, what Square Enix or Squaresoft at the time has done for the gaming industry. And they, 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 they revolutionized the way we saw games played and presented. The presentation, the movie presentation was taken from this game. Like this game was the first game to show us that you can make a movie quality game in this experience. And they, they gave it to us. They gave us characters that are just unforgettable, that has been beloved throughout the years. And I am so happy to be a fan and to be able to play the, this game in this day and age. I am just, so, yeah. This is one of those things that I, you gotta think and look back and it's like, we are blessed. We are really, I think we take for granted a lot of the things that we do today because we, because it's, it, 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 it's, it's so easy to obtain this day and age. We live in a country right now where even though it's, even though we got a lot of bad things going on, it could be a lot worse. And there are other countries who got a lot worse, but we're in a country right now in the U S you're, if you're listening right now, we're in the United States. You're, there's some people who are listening that are, you know, from other countries, but we have the ability and some other countries do too, you know, that have the ability to, but we here in the United States have the ability to enjoy such great creation, some great art, some great, uh, innovations. And I think sometimes we take it for granted. I think we sometimes take it for granted and don't understand. We, we can be spoiled sometimes at the things that we get in. I think we should take it back and look at all the great creations that people have done like this and just be very happy that we are at a time that we can enjoy this because man, oh man, there's so many things that we could be in right now. I am so grateful to be a fan of all of this. <laughs> this fan. So, again, uh, folks, this, this is coming out in April, but the demo is out now. Thank you, Square Enix, for giving this very, very tasteful gift to us right now. And I'm looking forward to getting my hands on all of this when it comes out. This looks so promising. This plays so awesome. I am totally enthralled, as you can hear it right now. Just, oh, just looking at it right now, I feel like I want to just play it again and again and again. And I like the fact that you're going to be able to, there's definitely going to be some re heavy, extremely heavy replay value in this game. So, folks, stay tuned. And that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you so very much. I am so eager to play this game right now. <laughs> you won't tell me. Um, speaking of game-related things, this week, if you remember yesterday on Netflix, Castlevania has arrived. As you remember, we talked about it on the show. They have promised some really interesting things to come. I've watched all 10 episodes. We're going to talk about that this week on the main show on Sunday. So stay tuned for that, as well as some other things that are coming up. And I'm going to hit on actually a really, really, I'm going to touch on something really deep. This is going to be like two editorials that I want to talk about uh, this week on the main show. Um, That's going to be deep. And I've mentioned some of one of which before one of them i'm going to talk about is the geek community and i i think it's important that we talk about this simply for the fact that there's some things there's some ideal ideological things that is going on in the, in the geek community that i don't think we touch on enough and i think we should touch on and i had this conversation with a bunch of my acmg members i won't name names or whatnot but they were brave enough to talk about this and real geek talk we're going to talk some real geek talk on this. And, and this is going to be a part. This is not going to be the main talk topic. This is going to be in the what's new in the world of ACMG. Because to me, it's what's new in the world of ACMG right now. But we're going to talk about 
bitterness and envious in a geek community we got to talk about this this is something that doesn't get talked about it's going to be on my platform i'm going to say my piece about it i've noticed it happens it happens everywhere but in particular it's significant in the gay in the geek community so we're going to talk about that as well the other thing i want to talk about is the blurred community this is something that i've talked about many a times on the show and my thoughts on the blurred community or the word blurred for instance and to me it's something that is a little bit it's it's trendy to others is to me i think is a dangerous thing i've had this conversation with guests like jamar nicholas who was on the show and we talked about it um you know we touched on it i touched on it with uh jeffrey thorne who you know not recently but our last interview we touched on it and he gave his thoughts on it we kind of agreed on it um also jamar uh, agreed on it too it's it's a trendy thing but i think it's a dangerous thing as well there is a documentary that's going to be celebrating the black nerd and while it's celebratory it depends on how they produce this and how it's portrayed is what i'm a little bit worried about so I am going to probably review this and we're probably going to touch back on this, but I got to talk about this because I had a conversation with one of our uh, seasoned ACMG members on Facebook and I had to, I had to school him on it. I had to really tell him what, why I think it is and, you know, and whatnot. So we're going to touch on that. And when that documentary comes out, I'm going to thoroughly uh, look at that and review that and give my piece on that. And, it's just how we handle the situation is that's what it comes down to it's not that i'm against celebrating you know our people my people as you know for and for their fandom but i don't think we need to categorize it or label it and we're going to talk deeply on that on sunday so that along with on my review of the castlevania season three series as well and whether they did tease what uh eddie sankar was talking about on ign so we're going to touch on that as well so all of that and much much more people so thank you so very much for supporting the show check us out on uh god where are we at first of all you can follow me on instagram at talk uh at dax xavier josiah on instagram where you can check me out there um you can also follow us on and subscribe to our show on spotify iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and Pocket Cast, as well as all Amazon devices. We are in all major groups right now, and you, there's not one place that you can find us. You'll find a lot of great content here. You'll find some great guests coming onto the show. By the way, speaking of guests, um, remember, I said that I was going to have up to three guests on the show. Two of them did succeed. It looks like the other one, unfortunately, probably won't. It happens sometimes. It's unfortunate. But these things, some, some, it's easier for some than not. But maybe, hopefully, in the future, maybe somehow, some way, we'll come across each other somewhere. Look, I can tell you this. There were guests that I've wanted for, like, years. And somehow, some way, I did wind up getting them. I can give you a few examples. Longbow, uh, the artist from Udon Entertainment, who I had the chance to meet, I wanted him on the show for a long time. Lo and behold, I ended up getting him on one of my on my live show <laughs> at Keystone Comic Con. So that was awesome. Fred Tatashore. What am I? God, I always wanted him on here. Got to host my own live show at Keystone Comic Con and have him on as well. TC Carson, the voice, the original voice of Kratos, Kyle, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Barker from Living Single. Always wanted him. Got him so it just happens when it needs to happen so who knows it, it these things happen sometimes it just it, it just it doesn't happen when you want it to happen when it happens when it needs to be so i'll just keep it moving from there but we do actually i did talk to some, a group of guys that uh i definitely am looking forward to talk to is uh, a new black owned game development company that is coming out as well and uh when the time comes i will have them on the show i contacted them and we got we got some representation in the game development too. it's not just playing video games we got you know we got representation finally making their own games so i'm looking forward to having these gentlemen on as well so stay tuned if you might actually already know who i'm talking about but stay tuned for that as well so i'm looking forward to that again you can check us out on all those platforms you can also check us out on talktimelive.com and for any if you want to listen to all of our exclusive content check us out at talktimelive.com 
forward slash exclusives. You can check it all out there and uh, keep us growing and keep us going at all times. So folks, that will do it. On behalf of myself, all I gotta say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. I will talk to you guys on Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.